Thank you for the Holy Shabbos. Thank you very, very much to Mr. Cassins. Son-in-law and daughter who invited us to their home, the Hadaya family. Thank you very much to Mr. Jack Cassin for having us over, for organizing everything together with Isaac. Say thank you loudly. Come on. Kessin, please. Sit next to the rabbi. Mr. Kessin, come. Come sit near the rabbi. Come sit near the rabbi. Let's Homon, from the story of Megillas Esther, every single time he used to go to the Jews, he always saw them eating, drinking, dancing, dancing, happy. He asked them, what special event do you have today? They are so happy. They told him, today is Shabbos. They told him, today is Rosh Chodesh, the beginning of the Hebrew month. They told him, today we have a bris. Today we have a wedding. Today is Pesach. Today is Shavuos. Today is Sukkot. Today someone did a seum on a masechta from the Talmud Bavli. Every day they're dancing. Happy dancing. Hashem told Haman, because of you, we're going to have two more festive days. We're going to have Purim. Soon, we're approaching the festival of Hanukkah. I asked myself, how can it be that a Yid, a Jew, he makes in the morning a blessing, thank you Hashem for not making me a non-Jewish person. You chose us, he makes another blessing, you chose us from all the nations. You loved us and chose us, gave us the Torah. 
He goes out of shul. Some Greek person meets him and tells him, come, come, become a Greek like me. And he goes and he follows him. <laughs> this is what happened in the times of Hanukkah, but you've just now said all these blessings where you're happy being a Jew, so what happened? It's the same question that people ask me. How can a God-fearing family, the children stray off the path and leave Yiddishkeit? There's one answer for both questions. The main aspect of Yiddishkeit is happiness. If a person is not happy with Hashem's mitzvahs, with his commandments, he can't grasp and he can't see the light of the commandments. On the contrary, the mitzvahs appear to him like a punishment. He says it with his mouth, thank you Hashem for not making me a non-Jew, but in his heart, it doesn't mean anything. Therefore, in the times of Hanukkah, when the non-Jews came to the Jews and they told them, come, join us, he went with them. It's the same thing with the children. When they do not see at home that the father and the mother are happy with Hashem's mitzvahs, Hashem's commandments, on the contrary, they're always angry and screaming at the child and they disrespect the child. On the first opportunity that he has, he runs away from Yiddishkeit. Because he didn't see what Yiddishkeit is really about. Yiddishkeit is happiness. Smile. <laughs> every mitzvah, every commandment is really and truly a gift from Hashem. That is what a person is supposed to work on. To be happy with Hashem's mitzvahs. I 
The holy Ari, a blessed memory, may his merit protect us. He himself said that the only reason that he reached such a high level was because he was happy with the mitzvahs, with Hashem's commandments. So I always tell you, read the books, learn the books, all the books. But the most basic and foundational book is in the Garden of Emuna. Everyone needs to learn these books. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov writes that Emuna and the person's soul are one thing. Everyone is suffering from problems with their soul. Because they're lacking faith, they're lacking emuna. Emuna is the cure to a person's soul. So here, you have emuna here. <laughs> it's free. Take I'm telling the men and the women Hashem granted me and gave me a gift to write three books that deal with domestic peace and tranquility. The first book the first book that I wrote was called the Ganeden Mikedem in heaven in the ancient times that's a book that's barely printed today why the first book was a combined book for both men and women and I understood you can't write a book about domestic peace and tranquility for men and for women that's exactly the same thing. It's like I'd write a book for a pilot and for someone that deals with metal work and I'd write exactly the same instructions. It's two different jobs. The man, the male, that's one role, that's one job. And a woman, the female, she has another role, another job. Men and women are not similar in anything. 
Mr. Kassin, you need to translate. Mr. Kassin is saying that this is a book the young couples should get even before they get married. It's a pity, a pity. You can live in heaven on this realm. Men read your book. And women will read their book. Does it work after 48 years of marriage? Yes. Okay. I read that book. My wife, my marriage has been a fantastic marriage. I'm married over 50 years. When, when I read that book, it took to the next level. I promise. I, I promise. Was it hard work to do anything? No. <laughs> Just a few principles. I don't want to change that much. Jackie, a few principles. A few principles in there. They made me. You take it as money to give to the engaged couples. I've been giving them out to couples for a long time. I have like 40 couples in my hand. And he doesn't need my approval. God is great, Rabbi. He takes us up, takes us down, but he doesn't put us under. Instead of going to all these marriage counselors or therapists where every meeting costs you $500, <laughs> you buy a book. And now the books are a gift, they're free, take them. Instead of a book, I got married. Men that are not married, if you learn this book and implement it, you'll find your soulmate. The Garden of Peace. A lot of women and men that are not 
הוא שואל הרבה, אם גם נשים לא נשואות יכולות ללמוד את הספר חוכמת נשים. What? <laughs> no, that's realist. <laughs> this is important that like there's many, many more, unfortunately, unmarried women and men in the community. They're getting a lot of age. They don't know what to do. They don't know what By the way, I just want to mention something to build a little bit on Isaac's uh, talk is I'm, I'm, I'm amazed I, I, I never had the pleasure of reading the books but I must have bumped into 10 to 20 people this last three days because they knew I was involved with this hosting we were very honored by being host being able to host the rabbi and his wife and of course his family and his entourage several different descriptions of how these books help them with their lives. I, mean, I, never, I never heard anything like this before. I mean, they're coming forward and they're just spilling out their inner feelings, expressing how these books help them. And um, it's just unbelievable. The rabbi is a gift from Hashem, and like Rabbi Mansur said tonight in introducing him to this generation, for a rabbi of this holiness and kavanah and wisdom to be able to produce these kind of books that are good for this generation, that people like us, the common people, we're common people compared to the rabbinate and all this, we're able to read it and be beneficial. So, for all the Jewish nation and people around the globe. I googled the rabbi, just to get a little insight, just to get a little insight, because I really didn't know it, as well as my son Isaac did. And it literally said that non-Jews are getting affected by these books, which the rabbi alluded to in his speech tonight. Non-Jews. He said priests come to him, and after talking and whatever, they take their crosses to throw them away. Didn't he say that? Yep, he said it. It's unbelievable. I now met a Jew in Shul who told me that he was in Oman. He met some people who he thought were non from Jews and he invited them to come to the meal. And at the meal they said to him, Listen, we're not Jewish. So he asked, so he asked them, What are you doing then in the Oman, in Ukraine? They told him, We're learning the rabbi's books. And we do his boy every single day. And one of them even gives classes in rabbi's books to non-Jews. 
They heard me speaking about Uman Ukraine. So non-Jews decided they're coming to Ukraine to visit Rabbi Nachman. <laughs> This is a book about it, Borodut, in Forest Fields. the right time. We're not worried too much about the non-Jews, but, but really the Yehudim need help. Our, our generation needs help more than ever. And Hashem sent the rabbi at the right time to help everybody, starting from the young adults through the marriageable people. So you're a gift from Hashem to the Jewish nation and the Jewish people around the globe. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, ברמב״ם, Shalom Aleichem, Dr. Medel. So we're in great gratitude to Dr. Medel because me and Rabbi Liohe are sleeping by him. Unbelievable hospitality. And his family as well. And his family. Dr. This is Dr. Isaac Medel. Isaac Medel. Isaac Medel. Oh, this is Dr. Isaac, my dad. Very, very distinguished the, the, the Rav himself slept by Mr. Medev. Hashem, blessed be He, took Amisrol out of Egypt. 
And he gave us the Holy Torah. He gave us mitzvahs, commandments. And one of the commandments is we're obligated to pray to Hashem. You're asking and you're not listening, Isaac? <laughs> I just, I want to hear, I, honestly, I want to let the rabbi speak and let's see questions, comments for the end because if we let the rabbi get into his kabanot and into his flow and into his, we're going to get gold. It's just going to pour out and we're all going to learn. So I just want to give the rabbi a chance to get into his mind flow and get into his uh, state, and then God willing, we can all walk out of here with actual, tangible things to use, not just the book. Oh, buy the book, read the book. I, I want us all to leave it tonight with different people, because that's how I'm leaving at this weekend. That's how my friends are leaving this weekend. That's how my family is leaving this weekend. I want everyone else in this room to leave here a little different and a little better. So if we can please give the Raz the chance to get into it. And, 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 and given the kavod and the seriousness of what he's talking about, because that's Hashem, we'll, we'll, we'll all walk out of here different people and stronger people. What do you do? Hashem, blessed be He, gave us commandments, mitzvahs. One of the mitzvahs is we need to pray to Hashem. When Moshe Rabbeinu taught Am Yisrael how to pray, he didn't give us a Siddur, he didn't give us the book of Tehillim, he didn't give us any book of prayers. So what prayer will be commanded by Hashem? Hitbodedut. He taught us to speak to Hashem. And that includes all the different parts of prayer. Say thank you to Hashem. Ask Hashem. Repent before Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu taught Am Yisrael to do every single day Hitbodedut. Am Yisrael did Hitbodedut close to a thousand years. Until the time came when Am Yisrael was through exiles and their language also differed. And Ezra, the scribe, decided to write prayers for us. People were not doing it, boy, to do them. So at least they'll pray something. So 
And then Am Yisrael started praying from the Siddha because they distanced themselves from Itbodedut. Rabbi Nachman of Bresla said, I am renewing what was. And he taught us how to do Itbodedut. What is the difference between prayer and Itbodedut? Prayer is already written down. <laughs> and a person has to put his heart into the written words. But he says it with his mouth and his mind is in Honolulu. <laughs> But it bodedut, it comes out of the heart to the mouth. That's why a person that doesn't have it bodedut has no connection to Hashem. Because in the prayer, there's no heart in the regular prayers. Our sages tell us that prayer without intent, without meaning, is like a body without a soul. That's why everyone has to do it what it is. You don't need anything, any accessories. You've just got to be alone and you've got to speak to Hashem. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> You have here now the books. The books are given to you as a gift. We have many books. Take the books and start learning. There are books here about Itbodedut in forest fields. There are books here about money, the garden of riches. There's books here about Emuna, the garden of Emuna. There's the garden of education, of how to educate your children. A lot, a lot of presents. Thank you very much for everyone. Have a good week. Come tomorrow to the main share, the main event. And all of us will strengthen ourselves together on main. Heavily or positively as a parent. And if I'm incorrect, uh, Rabbi Elgat, please correct me. He said, as a parent, of course, a parent is involved with educating and bringing up their children, training them, and giving them the Lord and showing them what to do. 
He said, of course, we all know this already. Leading by example is the most important thing. We all know that. That's how we've been. But what he said about religion, he said, by teaching your children how to do mitzvot and what mitzvot to do is very, very good, very important. But that feature could dissipate in time. In other words, a child could be brought up doing the mitzvot, going to shul, praying, eating kasher, this and that, and back and forth. And I'm adding now a little bit because of reality. As a child grows up and they get more exposed to whatever they're exposed to, which you can't help it, the, the, the mitzvot could go away. But with the rabbi impresses upon us the importance of parents, and again, please correct me if I'm wrong, is you have to instill in your children not the belief in Hashem, the belief in everything that revolves There's, around Hashem. That will not leave the child. And if the Mizmot, and I'm going to now add to this. He's translating the rabbi. <laughs> Mr. Kassin, please. This was very important to me. I am retiring. <laughs> because Send you on a flight Hashem, tomorrow. I'm going back tomorrow. My wife and I have been blessed. Don't ask me why and how. I'll just chalk it up to Zekut Abot. Okay? A lot of schools. Our ancestors. That thank God together we were on the same page as far as parenting. And every parent should be thrilled with the results of their children. We're thrilled with the benefits and the results of our children. Amen. So that's why when he talks about parenting, and I told the rabbi last night on the Shabbat table, I didn't know about this education book, but I think there needs to be another one or two books about parenting. That's the key. This is a book about parenting. Okay. So this this, is, this, this is book the, this this book should, the this could book the real name should be the Garden of Educating Yourself. Okay. The parents. Okay. So now just to sum it up, what I was going to finish off with: when a child or a person has true emunah in Hashem, and I'm sorry to tell you that my son Isaac and some of his peers, when we talk. They tell me that, that there's a lot of young adults in today's world, which is really a challenge. They're saying things, they're not believing in the fundamentals of our religion. I've gone crazy, I can't believe it. So the key to parenting today, and this is something to Isaac's wish that everybody leaves here with, and forgive me if I'm overstepping my bounds, is to However you do it, and I don't know how to do it, by the way, I, that's the problem. I don't know how to do it. Is to instill in your children the true belief in Hashem. So even if they fall off and go astray, which we all have done to some extent as we grew and became teenagers and went out to the world, including myself, if you have true emunah in Hashem, you will come. That's the key. It's not only 
the mitzvot and the rituals and all of that, when it comes to children in developmental stages, it's the foundation in cement, in concrete, that they believe in Hashem, they're going to go off the track to some extent, but because they're in concrete in the belief in Hashem, they will not be eternally in danger or damaged, and they will come back to do the right thing and live a good life. You, want, go with you learn every single lesson, man. You pass it on excellently. If he wants, I'll go with him to Muncie tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, yes, Mokom. We have lots of space. Yeah. <laughs> lots of space. I'll send you my Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> we have spare cars and a helicopter. <laughs> Mr. Kassin said that if a person has a Muna, he can give his children a Muna. So start taking a Muna. You'll have domestic peace and tranquility. You'll have children who will be children filled with faith. It's also a beautiful thing I want you to know, and forgive me for saying this, but the rabbi and his family and his associates have absolutely students. no, and students, have absolutely no financial gain from this trip. Zero financial gain. He's here completely L'shem Shamayim, they're all here, L'shem Shamayim, to give out books for free, to help the people, and it's just something that's beyond imagination and a bit of our community. Come on, take books. Thank you, Ash. Thank you.